Hey guys. Hello everybody. Welcome back to the BLT podcast and uh, this week is another week of Game of Thrones talk. Nothing better. Nothing better. Um, <laughs> this Before we get into spoilers, I just want to rant about posting spoilers on the internet because yeah. it's been driving me freaking insane for the past <laughs> three days. Like, people have been po- First of all, I was sitting on his couch and like mm-hmm. my mom's posting all of these like just little hints. She's not directly spoiling anything and I'm like, oh my god, you can't post that because like <laughs> anyone who watches the show and is caught up will be able to figure things out. Right, right, exactly. Like yeah. it's those little hints like even um, there's a meme going around that for anything it's like spoilers out of context. Right. People can figure that out. Like people are smart enough. You have to know your audience a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it's the worst when like you see something that like it's like a, a small hint and it's just mm-hmm. enough and you like start to parse it out in your head and you're like, Oh my god, like, I can't I, believe it, you know. I saw a spoiler for Avengers Endgame and I'm like so mad I saw that, oh, that because stinks. Tony Stark is also a Stark and they're like my favorite Starks. I'm like, fuck, I figured no. it out. I was like, no, that's horrible. I was so upset. It just oh. showed up. And I mean, it's partially my fault. I went on to the um, recommended page on Instagram, but I glanced <laughs> at it. I wasn't even like scrolling looking for right, anything. It was right. just there. And I was like, fuck, I nah, figured it out. That sucks, dude. There's nothing worse than that. Like something you've been building up and building up. And then all of a sudden someone just ruins it, like goes mm-hmm. and ruins it. Like before I watched, before I made it all the way through uh, Game of Thrones up to where I am now. Uh, somebody spoiled John no. uh, dying. Yeah, I was like heartbroken when that uh. happened, dude. I was like, really, man? Like, I, ju- I just started. Like, I just finished season one. I'm already an emotional wreck because Ned's head just got cut off. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I am or what I'm doing, and then you tell me in four yeah. seasons my favorite character dies? Are you, are you kidding? Yeah. It's horrible. Ugh. God. It's so annoying. There's a special ring in hell for those who spoil incredible things. And, like, I'll admit, um, I've spoiled things, like, by accident because I'll be having a conversation, like, in-person conversation with someone. that's different. And it will have, and actually, I spoiled the Red Wedding for someone by complete mistake. Mm. Um, So, I was with my friends in college, and I was talking to my friend Natalie, and she was like, oh, but she mentioned Rob Stark, and I was like, well, that doesn't matter because he's dead. And I, like, had completely forgotten that my other roommate hadn't caught up because it had been like two years since she had watched it right right and i didn't like realize it and she was like there's no point in me watching it now no. i was like i'm so sorry i felt so bad for yeah. like weeks that's terrible yeah i know what you mean those are like so sadly unavoidable you know like yeah. you don't even mean to but then you just go ahead and ruin it for somebody that's I mean, the worst because it's not even malicious or anything like that yeah i do think there is a time period where it, you know, it's like, oh, it's been a few years. There's definitely it, a statute of limitations. Yeah, like, it, it had been a few years since The Red Wedding even premiered and, like, since she had watched anything. Right. But I, she was like, yeah, I'll definitely get back into it because she still liked the show. Right. And I was like, damn it. Oh, it's the worst, oh, I was like, I'm man. I'm so sorry. Oh, that stinks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, don't post your spoilers. Or if you have to, make sure you put spoiler warning, like, in all caps. Like, make sure that is seen before yep. you spew. Asterisks, brackets. Yeah. I just need as much warning as possible. So you people know? have some time to, like, scroll past or, like, that little read more thing. Like, that's when people can click and, like, right. see that. It's just yeah. not fair. Yeah, there's, um... I think Reddit does it. They do a good job with that. Uh, the thing you sent me today had a spoiler warning on it before I even oh, got really? onto the website. Oh, yeah. wow. That's cool. Yeah, yeah you like, know. Oh, dang. Yeah, see, the Reddit takes takes that shit serious. Reddit's pretty mm-hmm. good with that. Like, uh, it's so funny. Like, it's like a government document. You know how they, like, black mm-hmm. out redacted. lines? Yeah, thank you. It's yeah, redacted. Redac- like, redacted lines. You know, like, they do that with spoilers in, mm-hmm. like, a Reddit post and stuff. Yeah. Like, Reddit moderators and stuff do it. Yeah. It's really great. Especially, like, when so much information is so easy to access. Like, right, yeah. You just stumble upon it, and you're like, damn it, you ruin everything. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst, It's just coming upon it by accident, you know, yeah. not even looking for it. But, oh well. All right, so there's your long spoiler warning about not <laughs> posting spoilers, but... The spoiler spiel, if But you now will. we're going to talk about the Battle of Winterfell. And uh, I guess just because we've kind of been going back and forth the past couple of days about like theories and then our feelings about what the show run, how the writing of the show is going. Because right. we had a 
pretty decent conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. We were both at work. Should yeah. have been working. <laughs> Should have been working, you know. Was not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Couldn't think of anything else. No. All right. So, like, <laughs> do you want to start? Like, well, let's start with the... We'll go through the episode, like, chronologically before okay. we get to the big moment. All right. Works for me. So, they open the episode. Actually, like, this is the first episode that starts off right where we left off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. A lot of people I saw didn't like the lighting of it when the battle started, how it was completely pitch black. Mm-hmm. Um, after, like, at first I didn't like it, but then I started thinking about it and I was like, no, there really was purpose. Like, it's not, it's not like it's, it was a bad decision to do that. Um, although, if your brightness is up high enough, you can see everything. Like, yeah. I could see everything on your TV. Right, yeah, 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 same, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that, that's the thing is, like, it's, um... I don't know what the right word is, but it's like, I uh, I don't think it's the right word, but like technique, I guess, is mm-hmm. like what, kind of what I mean. Whereas like they did that on purpose. Like it's supposed to be like dark and gloomy and it's like kind of hard to see and well, you're they, supposed to be in the foot of the character. Right. Know, like imagine character. you are fighting a battle against White Walkers at night. It is a pitch black. They don't have any lights. They have exactly. the fire, and that's it. They can't right. see anything. Like, it's very immersive. Like, it puts you right in there. Yeah, that, that's more so what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's immersive, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it really puts you in the shoes of the people on the ground, you know? Like, you're, like, totally... You totally understand, like, what your favorite characters are going through in mm-hmm. that in that point in time. Uh, and, I, and I think it's really great to, like, kind of ground you, in a sense. You know, like, really make you feel like... You're just as lost and confused and scared and nervous and yeah. all those feelings that they're feeling right now. And mm-hmm. the 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 darkness, I guess, is really good at almost not not forcing you, but like leading you into that sort of kind of feeling. Well, that's the thing I love about filmmaking in general is that it's super manipulative. It it yeah. manipulates you into feeling a certain way, into like seeing certain things. Like mm-hmm. that that's what it did. It right. made you like you what you could see was what they wanted you to see. Mm-hmm. Right, which is definitely um, cool. Yeah. yeah, and I had another thought. Now it's gone. About darkness and scary things. Hello, darkness, my, my old friend. friend. Um, no, it just like it made sense. But maybe if you couldn't see anything, just adjust the brightness on your TV. Like you know how in some video, like scary video games, are like adjust the brightness to so you can see every bar. Right, right. Maybe do that. Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like make make sure that like if if. Go for the first of all, definitely an, an episode you should be rewatching. I don't know if I can. It was a lot. I've really? only rewatched like yeah, it was on HBO last night because um, I had switched from watching behind the scenes thing and back to regular TV. It was on again. Oh, I watched right. the last two minutes of it and I was like, "That's it. That's yeah. all I need." Yeah, no, it is really intense. <laughs> it was man. a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I would have liked a, a one thing personally. Like, I mean, we are going out of order already, but like, I would have liked a little decompression at the end. But, of course, we'll get there when we get That's there. That's the next episode. Yeah, yeah. But, um, sure. So, yeah. So, after, you know, this storm rolls in and Melisandre comes back. Yeah. Which is... Seemingly out of nowhere. Seemingly out of nowhere. But she had mentioned it. And I think they're using her kind of as, like, a... We set this up. Like, we knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen before. Um, and that's how the books are, too. They're yeah. all foreshadowing. Absolutely. And, like, because I'm on the third book now. Oh, yeah. I just got to... Uh, Tyrion and Sansa's wedding. Wow, I think you're ahead of me, actually. Uh, to be fair, Bill is actually physically reading them. I listen to them while I'm at work. <laughs> there is a difference. It's a slight difference. Yeah. Only slight. And I also read at a fourth grade level, but... Uh, you're still reading. Yeah, like, true, I can't. Yeah. Just, those books are hard. I'm like, They're dense, man. They're dense. They're wicked dense. Like, yeah. I get... I, I have to, like, read and reread and, like, you know, mm-hmm. everything like that. But. Even listening to them, I have to replay things because I'm like, wait, yeah. what happened? I would too, yeah, definitely. Oh, no, what part of... I'm past Tyrion's and Sansa's wedding. Uh, Daenerys just uh, got the Unsullied. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh... That scene unfolds way better in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. No way! Because of the way it's written. Like, it, it's very chaotic, and I'm like... Oh, this seems like it wasn't planned as well. Mm. Like, something about it. I don't know. Right. No, the I know same what you things mean. happen, but the order in which they happen is different. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And just the way it's written, I was like, oh, I'm like, I miss the music. I miss like the drums and everything. Like yeah, that. no, that's definitely one thing about film that's um, like different. I don't know if I want to say necessarily better, but like 
arguably better about film over books is like there's more you can put into it to drive the emotion Mm -hmm. whereas like i mean it is words on a page in a book whereas like it is as opposed to film it's like visual and there's Mm -hmm. audio and there's like everything to like help drive you to where they want you and and you want to be you know i guess the difference between that scene in particular i promise i'll get back to melisandre after i finish this um the big difference is the just the lack of description Oh, really? on George R. R. Martin's part, which is funny because he describes a lot of things mm, like in so in much depth. in super detail. And in this one, I was just like, you feel like you like breezed right by that. Yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Kind of skipped on over that one, pal. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know when I get there with my thoughts. But I don't know what page it is. I just yeah. know it's like chapter twenty something. Got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh. Where I left Danny was uh, with Jorah. Oh, okay. I'm like way ahead of you. Yeah, then. I'm still back then. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. You're you're definitely far ahead of me. I what chapter did I just read today? Egret uh, just defended John against um, Mance and the Lord of Bones. Okay, I listened to that this yeah. morning. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're not far. Okay. All right. Yeah, I love that chapter. By the way, this chapter's awesome. Yeah, I love how okay. like caught in the mosh like John is. Mm-hmm. So good. Very well written. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, Melisandre. <laughs> right, yeah. Melisandre comes back. <laughs> um, yeah, she, like, she's a character that I didn't like for a lot of it because mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because she was so mysterious. I don't know if it was because she was, like, leading Stannis to make horrible decisions and in the name of this god. And, like, my feelings about religion aside, like, I'm not one to, like, blindly follow anything just because it's something that you can't see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think that's why, I think that's why I didn't like her too much. Mm-hmm. She also burned Shireen, so, yeah. like, fuck you. Like, you're a total dick. Yeah. That's absolutely terrible. I, I said it before, I cried. And oh, I th- yeah. Like, even, like, if they show flashbacks of it, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, like, no, same. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm like, damn, don't bring me back, yeah, I don't oh, want to know. I don't want to remember that. I don't want to relive that crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Missande, uh definitely, like, uh, a Missande controversial... Missande or Melisandre? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know where my mind's at. Oh, jeez. Um, Melisandre is, like, definitely uh, a... a um, what's the word? Controversial, I guess, character, in, in, in only in terms of, like, mixed opinion, you know, people, mm-hmm. like, either, I feel like, mostly didn't like her, but you either liked her or you didn't, mm-hmm. I feel like. There was no, like, gray area with Melisandre. Yeah, which is funny because she is a gray area character. She's mm-hmm. not good or bad, she's just kind of a character. Right, exactly, which is, is so weird, like you're saying, you know, to have that, that stark, that stark mm. difference. Um, God, I hate myself. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Oh, actually, speaking of puns, do you want to hear something? I got so mad I, like, turned off my phone when I saw this. It's a, such <laughs> yeah, an annoying dad joke. Firefly and waterfall are opposites. God damn I t- like, turned off my phone. Get out of here, I was like, man. like, fuck you. Oh, I my God, dude. Go away. Right? Get out of here. It's terrible. I was terrible. so mad. I was like... I hate this. Yeah, right. I hate existence. Mm-hmm. That was that was on Twitter today, and I was like, I need. Mm, yeah, I need to. I need to turn my phone off. Yeah, right. I feel that, dude. Yeah, and um, and um, but Melisandre though is like, I think it was good because it really gave her a sense of purpose in the show. Not that she like, you like understood her motives before, and like you like you understood like what she thought her purpose was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they did a good job of like kind of putting that on its head and like she kind of turned into a good guy at the end like she was fighting for the living like all along she technically is a good guy but she just the way she goes about it it's very funny because it's such a human thing yeah to be both good and bad and like you make bad decisions and then you you know and i her and theon are in that same boat of, like, you made some shit decisions in the yeah. beginning, but you have truly redeemed yourself. Right, right. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, the two of them are very similar in that respect, you mm-hmm. know. They kind of go about it in different ways in terms of, like, uh, how like how they go about doing it, I guess. Like, Theon's more so, like, confused and rash and, like... Well, Theon's just a kid. She's, like, yeah. really old. Yeah, so that's true, think. yeah. But I guess that's, like, you know... Have you ever met an old person that's just, like, so set in their ways and they're like, I'm so right all the time. And you're like, no, like, open your mind just a little bit. Yeah, right. And I think that's kind of where Melisandre fell in. She's like, I've been doing this for years. Like, I know what I'm about. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. 
She is like what three hundred some years old. Supposed like to be something yeah. like that, but which is like right around. She was born right around Aegon's conquest, right? Oh, that's right. Isn't that wild? That's fucking crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. No shit. But yeah, no. She. Uh, I really like how they tied her back in, and I think they did a good job. Funny enough, we were talking about that right before the episode. I feel like. Yeah, because I had seen online that someone thought the little girl with the scar on her face was um, Melisandre glamoring herself to look like her and like find her way into the castle mm. um, because she knew Davos was after her. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that that wasn't her. It she just did show up, and honestly, that scene where she lights up the Dothraki swords Aww. and the and the trench, dude. Such a beautiful scene. Yeah, so That's cool. so hard to shoot. That's the other thing. I really commend the production team. Yeah. 55 night shoots. Dude. Freezing cold. Utter hell, that sounds so, like. Like, man. okay, and here's the other thing. People were getting upset about the light. Have you ever tried to light a night scene? Yeah. It's near impossible. They're <laughs> in a field. And like, oh my God, like, get over your bad selves. That shit's hard. Yeah, they did right? a good job. They're doing the best they can, yeah. man, you know? Like try, it's near impossible to do, and they did it well. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, dude. They uh, definitely did a good job. They uh, they fought tooth and nail for that one, man. They mm-hmm. and they and they made it work. It was very cool. Yeah. Very well done. That trench is so damn cool. Yeah, the music when it lit up. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm getting goosebumps, man. It's crazy. I, well, I mean, the build up to even that because it wasn't working. Yeah. And you see Melisandre, like, question herself again. Like, it calls back to when she couldn't quite bring John back to life. Right, right. She started to question herself. And then, honestly, it's when she questions herself that it works. And I don't know what that means or right. anything. I don't know where that symbolism is, but. Yeah. I don't either. That's a good point. I'll have to think about that a little more. Yeah. Like, analyze a little bit. See what, uh, see how she, like, truly felt. Because like, I know what you mean. She definitely was, like. It's when she questions herself that things seem to go her way. Right. I don't know if that's meant to, like, you know, sit down, be humble kind of thing. Right. Maybe when she needs it most kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Season's ending too quickly to really go into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Eye roll. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, So then Melisandre comes, you know. The initial line goes in. I'm trying to, like, run through the episode in my head. Because it was a long episode, No, guys. it absolutely was. Um, hour 20, right? Hour and 20. Wow. It was an hour and 20 of not breathing, shaking yeah, violently. Yeah, right. Seriously, dude. <sighs> standing, sitting, pacing. No, you were standing. I was sitting. <laughs> I could not. St- <laughs> I just had to stand, man. I could not sit still watching that. That was insane. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, the great shot with the Dothraki going off into oh, the night. Oh, yeah, and then you slowly see the, um, the sword, the flames go out, yeah. like, one by one, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, right, you're like, oh, boy, yeah. and then, this well, honestly, because it was so dark, I thought Jorah had initially turned into a White Walker, because he's all bloodied, and, like, When he, he comes back, yeah, yeah, it looks like really he was missing an eye. That's what I thought, too, it was like, I can't really see anything, but that's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out he was fine. Right. For a moment. For a bit. For a moment. Um, that scene was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so they get... So at the behind the scenes thing that's on YouTube, it's like 40 minutes long. Watched it. It's awesome. It's so good. Um, Highly recommend. But I like that they were like, oh, we broke it up into three different like movie genres. And I'm like, I see where like the three acts. And I'm like, that's what makes it completely like tolerable. Cause, yeah. Like... There was a point, actually, when you start to feel the fatigue of, like, battle yourself, mm-hmm. but not in a, like, I want to keep going way. You're like, I'm kind of bored because I'm physically just sitting here. Yeah, yeah, right. So the switching of paces when Arya is in the um, in the library, that's, like, that's an ingenious scene. Like, the timing is impeccable. Yeah, right. For me, at least, the, ti- the timing and the sense of the episode, I mm-hmm. thought, was great. Like, that, like right when I... Cause don't get me wrong, you know me, man. I'm all for nonstop action, but like right when I was like kind of starting to be like, all right, I kind of get like it. Like you get it, yeah. Right, yeah. Like that was the perfect time for them to switch into that, you know, kind of horror genre. I mm-hmm. guess I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah. yeah, but before that, actually, is when we see Clegane again, and he, like that's when Barrack's like, um, like being like, "Come on, we need you, we need you." Um, 
like, there's no use, it's pointless. And then he, like, sees Arya and he's like, tell her that. And Clegane goes in and is it's like, I like, gotta save her. Yeah, yeah, right. I, lo- I love how much he loves her and won't admit it to, like, himself or anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, he loves her like a father figure, and, you know? Yeah. And he kind of is to her. I mean, Ned Stark is her father. Like, that's very clear. Right. But, um... I guess like an uncle almost. Yeah, that, where, that's a good way to put like it. Where it's like a protective yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, 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 exactly. I love that scene. I, I know it's like wicked backtracking in uh, season seven, episode seven, where well, him I and Brienne. the the episode in time. What? You even know like episode number. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, where uh, him and Brienne are like talking right oh, when yeah, they're walking yeah. into the dragon pit. Mm-hmm. And they're like both kind of like low-key pretty proud of like, you know, how they taught Arya and like mm-hmm. kind of raised her. Well, Brienne didn't need to teach Arya anything. That's true. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But um, I do love that scene where they kind of like, they low-key share a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, these two people that once like, were like trying to kill each other. Like kind of like. Just so you know, Arya's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Um, and the Hound. uh well, he's your favorite. He is. He's awesome. He's so <laughs> cool. I liked um, that. I don't know if it, growth is the right word, but like his I don't character know. arc. Yeah, he yeah. he feels like he's really like matured almost. You know, like he almost was like a bratty teenager when we first meet him. You know. Yeah, I kind of like. Part of me feeling like the episode was like not. It's not that it was a bad episode. It was a great episode short change kind of in terms of like the big picture Mm -hmm. was that he his okay so maybe after he saves Arya like might have probably died like you could have killed him then but I guess he still has to deal with his brother yeah so his story is not quite wrapped up I guess right that's the only thing that made me think the hound made me know rather that the only person I, I knew was getting out of this alive was the hound Really? Yeah, absolutely. The, oh, I the knew ep- John like going into the I episode. I knew John and Daenerys were good because they're the ones battling for the, like, the throne. Well, right. Daenerys is battling for the throne. John is not. John doesn't give a shit, yeah. dude. John's just trying to like John's chill just in the like, north. John's like, I don't know man. who I am right now. Yeah, he's, a, he's in the middle of an identity crisis. He needs he's to go on a camping fight. trip. Yeah, right. No, exactly. He needs to go hiking, you know, like sit on top of a mountain for a couple of days. Or, you know, he's done quite a bit of that. Maybe he just wants to like sit at Winterfell and like think for a Yeah, just like hang out, you know. Um, yeah, because in the middle of this identity crisis, now he has to go fight like the greatest threat to mankind of all time. You know. Yeah, the best thing about John is that he can compartmentalize those things. Yeah, and realize, he's really good at that. And realize like what's the most important. Thing, yeah. Like what's for the greater good. Right. Um, you know, I guess good and bad can come from that a little bit. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess agree. the thing with Egret would make that a bad thing, but also a good thing because it ultimately. Led to him to where he is now. Yeah. So, I, I miss Egret, man. I know you do. Ah, oh, she was fucking awesome. In every way, shape, and form. She was so cool, dude. She's exa- and she was good for John. She's exactly the same in the books as she is. Yeah, she's guys. awesome. Yeah, yeah, they do a really good job with her in the mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the the show, I think. Um, I'd also love to see her, like, uh, um, like her reaction to Danny and shit. Like, how, how, how she would, like, oh, you know, deal with Danny. Oh, that would be so fucking funny, man. I would love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, John's time beyond the wall was like way more formative than people like think it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was a lot more important for his character building mm-hmm. um, than given credit because I feel like a lot of people not necessarily forget about it, but like they it's don't. It's all of season three. Yeah, exactly. Like... You know, people don't like. I feel like people don't jump right to that um, as like you know part of who he is i guess but i think it's almost inseparable you know yeah no totally yeah um i think season three might be my favorite season really i think it might be my favorite season because egret's in it <laughs> i don't um <laughs> i love Egret. no i just think that there's a lot of like character building in that one like yeah we lose a lot of characters but the important ones are really have like these huge pivotal moments like danny acquiring the unsullied like mm-hmm. um Sansa, like, oh, what exactly? Sansa and Tyrion being together, yeah, but she, like, 
that's where she first really puts up her walls, I think. That's where she, like, learn, starts learning instead of yeah, just yeah. being, like, abused. She's, yeah, like, yeah. actually, like, taking in her surroundings and, like, how to deal with these fucking mm-hmm. crazy people, and you know? And she, um, that's when she meets, like, uh, Marjorie and stuff, and, like, she really learns from her and yeah. all that. Um, the Tyrells are so important for Sansa's character yeah, yeah, growth. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Lady Olena is... <laughs> so good for, for Sansa, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, so necessary. And then... Season three, you know, that's when Arya really, like, establishes her um, friendship with Gendry. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> nudge. Fucking nudge. Yeah. But even then, like, she, it's, um, it's before she goes to the House of Black and White. Like, that's where she, in, it's when she first ends up with the Hound, so. Mm. Oh, in season three? Yeah. It's when she first ends up with him, right? Yeah, because yeah, okay. she's, uh, she just, where I'm at with her, she, um, is with, not with Beric Dondarrion, but she's kind of with one of their, like, they're, it's all split off. Oh, one of their offshoots? Yeah. I think we might, I think Arya might be in the same place for us, because she just got recaptured by Heron or whatever, mm-hmm. or the, yep, the yep, stable yep. boy. Uh, yeah, she yeah. just got, like, grabbed by him, and that's the last time I saw him, her, rather. Honestly, not much changes. The only difference from, between the show and the book is that they go to a couple different places and everyone, like, makes her dress up like a girl. Oh, and really? she's like, I hate this. Yeah, I bet, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, season three is really pivotal. But then, but it all harkens back to season three because that's when Arya and Melisandre hook up and that's when, you, when she's like, I see darkness in you. I see eyes, you know, you'll close forever. Blah, blah, blah. We'll get to that eventually. But that's a big moment in the show that, like, everyone kind of sees it as, like, a one-off because at that point you've kind of, like, you've written off Melisandre because Mm -hmm. you're on Davos' side. Right. And you just kind of, and you're on Arya's side as well because Melisandre wants to take Gendry and use his blood to kill off the other kings. And it's, like, yeah, it's this big complicated thing, but you completely write off that moment as mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, Melisandre's just being she's weird. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah she's, she's crazy. Yeah, she's fucking nuts. Uh, but she knows. She fucking knows. Yeah. Um, Which yeah. is like so weirdly validating because like you, that like makes you. It makes you want to rewatch the show. Yeah, dude. I was gonna say though that, uh, um, it like makes you really like think about Melisandre's powers. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because she questions herself so much in the later seasons, but if she's able to see that early on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there's some validation in there, you know what I mean? Like, There's some validity not, to it, yeah. Yeah, like, she's not all, like, all fucking crazy, you know? Like, I think that she is so sure of herself, but she read, she just read it wrong. Yeah. But, or maybe, you know, what she was seeing was necessary to get her where she is. I don't know. Right. Probably. Um, that's Bran's whole thing, is it's like, everything that happened let us here so like you got to kind of forgive and move on right not right. necessarily forget about it but like learn from it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah but i do want to backtrack just a little bit before we were talking sure. about the hound uh the callback to season one with aria and john when uh aria gives sansa the dragon glass stick him with the pointy end yeah like, oh which one of you is dying this yeah episode? no yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah that was uh, that was sketchy. I'm not gonna lie. I did think uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, let's talk, talk about the Crips. Um, we can talk about the Crips because that's kind of intercut throughout all of it. Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. Um, I think it was first of all really powerful to see Sansa completely give up. Mm-hmm. In not necessarily give up, but you know what I mean. Like she recognizes that like. Sansa keeps it so real. Yeah, she does. Yeah, it's really cool to watch. She's really realistic. She no longer has these, like, childish fantasies of, like, you know, growing up and marrying a prince or, like, a lord and all of this Mm -hmm. of what she was taught. Um, And her line is, the bravest thing we can do now is face the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so fucking true for her, for everyone. Like, you just kind of got to be real and, you know... I guess the goal of, like, defeating the Night King and, like, defeating everything is great mm-hmm. and having this idea of what it'll be like, but you have to, like, focus on, like, what's right, what's happening right now. Yeah. She, uh... Um, and how are you going to attack this? Yeah, right. She does a, she does a great job of, like, keeping everybody kind of, like, not necessarily, maybe centered is the right word, but, like, mm-hmm. she lets everybody know, like... This could go this, really bad. This is this like you guys gotta understand. This could be the end of you, you know. Yeah, like, and we're down here because we can't fight. Like, we have to be honest with ourselves. Right. Although Tyrion, I would argue, could 
put up a good fight. What makes me think he should have should have been down there is when they climbed the wall. If Tyrion was outside when the whites were oh he, like, could, he climbed the wall, he'd be dead. He'd be yeah. so dead. Um, and it was because it wasn't until then that I was okay with him being down there. Because mm-hmm. uh, I agreed with him when he was like, I could see something. There's something I could be doing. Like perhaps like I could see a different vantage point or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Because Tyrion's so smart, I thought I was like, yeah, dude. Tyrion's could... really good at looking at things from all different angles. Exactly. And trying to figure them out. Right, which made me think, like, you know, maybe there is something that we're missing or something that mm-hmm. he could see, you know. Um, but then the whites climbed the wall and yeah, started mauling people. And after I saw that, I was like, yeah, Tyrion's right where he needs to be, dude. That's the end of him if he's I, out there. I honestly wish they had more of the crypts in there. I feel like they mm. could have done... Maybe, uh, I know it's the end of the, like, show, but there was some character building and, like, relationship building that could have gone on down there. Especially between Sansa and Missandei. I feel, uh, like, that was, yeah. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Yep. Um, because, and not from, like, a, like, here's the thing that the showrunners are doing right now. They're making it, like, a bitchy cat fight mm-hmm. between Sansa, Missandei, and Daenerys. And I'm not here for it. Right. Like, it, it shouldn't be that way. They can disagree, but it doesn't have to be so passive-aggressive. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's just kind of ridiculous at this point in the show to be doing that. Right. Like, if this was, like, season, basically any other season, I'd be, I'd be like, not necessarily okay with it, but, like, it would make more sense to me. Um than it does now, you know, like, I, I just feel like, is that the way we should go about it? You right, know? Like, like, Sansa's gonna put up her walls, but she's, like, she's very straightforward, like we just said, Sansa keeps it so real, Yeah. and I feel like there's room for Sansa and Daenerys to be really honest with each other, and even, like, compromise a little mm-hmm. bit, but instead it's just back and forth, like, bickering almost. Yeah, that's, and, yeah, that's kind of what leads me to think that Daenerys could go mad. Yeah, because she doesn't fucking compromise on anything. It's what's making me not like her. Right. But she used to. That's what's making me think that she's turning what, mad. Um, not, not, well, I, I don't think she ever really compromised no, on No, you're anything. right, actually. The more I'm thinking about it, because, like, especially with, like, the slave masters or whatever. She didn't have to even compromise with John, which is really upsetting to me because I feel like they, there should have been a compromise there. Like, that's the one thing Daenerys never learned how to do, and that's why she's not in my mind, can be an effective ruler. Like, she's not bad. I, like, can't stress that enough. I don't think she's bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's, like, half as crazy as her father was, but she's she's not well-rounded. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, I think Sansa's a far more well-rounded, like, ruler than she would be. Mm-hmm. Sansa on the throne would be the right thing to do. You know? Mm, like I don't even think on the throne. I think just her... In charge? In, like... Not even a warden of the north, but like queen of the north. Yeah, like that's what we're missing, Game of Thrones. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I would really love to see like the north become like an independent nation, but that's mm-hmm. just not going to happen in Danny's world, which also makes me think Danny's fucking dead. Yeah, but yeah. we haven't even talked about like Danny's role in this whole episode. I feel like she was out of it for. A lot of the episode, like it wasn't about her, mm-hmm. which is fine. Right, very fine. Yeah, you know me, very fine. With I know you don't love her, like, but she's always pissed me off. But um, I think it was good to show that, like, she's not invincible. Like that, that episode was great at showing that, like, she can be bested. And I thought it was really important that um, Drogon shrugged her off. He didn't necessarily, because I know, like, a white dragged her off, mm-hmm. but still, like, he didn't, like, turn around and stop and, like, try to let her back on. Like, he well, was just he like, was I'm freak- fucking out of well, here. He's freaking out because there's, you know, white walkers all over him, and he's like, I gotta shake him off. Right. He did come back at the end, though. That's but. true. Yeah, but, like, for me, like, that was really powerful in the sense of, like, when times are shit, the dragon isn't gonna... Well, a dragon's not a slave. Like, it's not... Exactly. Like, that's the thing, and I feel like she thinks that... Just because they're her children, quotes around that word. Right, that sh- that they'll do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, she wills. And that's just not how that works, man. 
I mean, you you see it in the way that they respond to John, mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Which makes me think that there might be something with that, but like, we don't have time. Like, yeah. There's not enough time, and like... Give me ten fucking episodes, man. Okay, with the pacing of the last season, and there were only seven, we should have had ten for this one, equally as long as they are this season. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, the way the pacing went... Last season was too slow to get to where we are now. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It was the the jump was too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't necessarily happy with with how that started to shake out. I thought it, I like I was okay with like one and two being cramped until I thought about it more. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I was like, yeah, I, I just feel Those, like there could be more. The first two episodes were only an hour, which pissed me off. And. Episode two was just, like, the night before, like, say goodbye to your favorite characters, which half of them didn't fucking die. Which, Which is, again, short change. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I kind of needed... Could have killed off Brienne. Probably could have killed off Tyrion, honestly. Could have killed off Davos. Yeah. I feel like so many other characters could have died, but we lost ones that, like... Okay, Jorah was a big one. Right. Um, And Beric was important to the story, but... Those were two big ones, but, like... Liana dying is just sad and unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know what you mean. It doesn't hold weight in terms of the story. Right, exactly. Same thing with uh, Dolores Ed. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Like, damn, that sucks. And, like, I loved him in seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. But, like, I haven't seen him in fucking... He's not really around. Exactly. It, it doesn't hold any weight. Exactly, like, it's not dude. super sad. Everyone was preparing for this to be a really epic and sad episode. Like, we were going to lose a lot of good men, but we just didn't. Right. Exactly, dude. Exactly. The closest I came to crying was Jorah. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, like, and I love, I'm a, a huge Night's Watch guy. Like, mm-hmm. I was bummed about Dolores Ed, but, like, nobody else probably was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not that they weren't at all, but. Honestly, like, probably could have killed Sam and it would have been heavier. Yeah. Probably should have killed Sam. How is Sam? The, my my buddy and I, we were messaging back and forth um, when we were at work because I'd never work at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I do, but I can like, you know, I've got pretty free reign of my phone. I got but. you. Um, and uh, the first thing he says to me is, good morning, Sam Will Tarly. How are you still alive? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, dude, you're so right. You know, like Sam should have gone. Sam should have gone down, I think. Um only because, like, if you stopped showing me Sam before he got dogpiled, mm-hmm. I would have been, like, okay with him somehow making it out of there. But, like, mm-hmm. you showed, like, a bunch of whites just jumping on he him. He was like, just sitting there crying the last thing we see of him. Yeah, and yeah. And he's somehow alive. Right. Like, again, I love Sam, and I would be sad to see him go. But, like, it, the the episode had no weight. Yeah. Yep, I know exactly what you're saying, dude. Yep, 110% agree with you, too. They should have killed somebody bigger, uh, I think. Even bigger than Sam, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know who necessarily, like, and who it would have been that it still made sense to the story. I mean, and, and they killed Theon, and that was sad, but, like, it... <sighs> I've been... We've been tumultuous with Theon for the last... Yeah, everyone who died was, like, kind of iffy yeah again jorah was the biggest death yeah we haven't the only one that i would be even more upset about is ghost but we don't see him until we don't see him we see him once when he's like with the dothraki and i swear to god if that's when they killed him like mm. right but but here's the thing i know that the show didn't do a lot with the direwolves but the direwolves are super important to the stark kids in the books they're inseparable they're inseparable they're so important the wo- yeah exactly and they started that off when you know you have to kill lady with nymeria and the fact that she came back in season 7 when arya is heading to winterfell like the wolves have importance and yes ghost is silent but that's like the thing with john like mm-hmm. what happens when ghost dies does that mean that john finally has a voice like that it's gotta yeah no i know wow wow i didn't you think gotta do whoa something. you're smart wow that's fucking awesome <laughs> thank you that's really cool thank you i try yeah i never thought of it like that that's wow that's awesome but uh yeah no i know what you mean like like what the fuck you know like they killed um like it was supposed to like i was watching like an episode recap or something mm-hmm. uh and like there was like a dothraki guy that like stood up as a zombie that mm-hmm. I, like, recognize as a Dothraki. Right, you but, recognize like, him, but, like... But apparently that's, like, one of her blood riders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, and you, I was not moved it. by that. If you were reading the books, you would, you would know, know it. it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, it's just... You know what would be really cool is if uh, during that battle in the books, he writes a Night King point of view chapter. Oh, my God. I would we, shit uh, my pants, dude. I would lose my shit. need that. They took so much time setting up all of this stuff about how the Night King was created and, like, the symbolism... But they didn't. They didn't follow through for the sake of time, mm-hmm. which pisses me off. Like it sucks. Like I don't have a problem with the greatest scene that was shot, mm-hmm. which I guess we can go to. But Arya killing the Night King was amazing, and like the perfect relief, and the timing was great, mm-hmm. and the way she did it, dropping it from you know, was sick. That was sick. Totally badass. But there, there was no explanation. It was just kind of like slow mo to Bran. Mm-hmm. And then he's dead, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... And don't get me wrong, and I know you feel this way, too. Like, great episode. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like, what a fucking show. In terms of filmmaking, it's a great Oh, episode. wow, yeah, absolutely. But not in terms of story. Exactly. Right. Very well said. Yeah, like, the... Is cinematography the right word? Yeah, cinematography. Yeah, the that's like... movements? Yeah, 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 everything like that. Yeah, it's like super, super well done. Yeah. Like... That's, like, maybe one of the only episodes where you really see, like, the crew, like, carried that episode. Like, it yeah. wasn't the actors that did that. It Although, was the their acting was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. The acting, of course, is awesome. But, like, the the cameramen and the crew behind it, like, really carried that episode. Mm-hmm. Like, that was very well done on their part. Yeah. I uh, I do know what you mean, though. Like... I, I, I like how they never really have ever done slow-mo before, mm-hmm. um, which definitely made that scene more impactful. The music, I think, really set it for oh, me. Oh, dude, so good. The, the second that music started and I was like, okay, it's the end of the episode, like, what's going to happen uh-huh. now? Like, uh-huh. is all hope lost? And then fucking Arya comes out of nowhere. Barreling out of nowhere, dude. Uh, I love it. Like, I'm completely okay with her killing the Night King. It's... The fact that there was a lack of explanation and like people just taking like Danny failing and like John failing to kill him all makes sense because their tactics were wrong, uh-huh. um, and especially because like Arya is this trained assassin and she's dead silent. Right. Like it makes sense. Yeah. But you have to extrapolate on all this if you set up all of this plot. And right. Then, like you know, I was saying to you earlier that they don't have time to do it. They don't. You know, I don't know if they had the actors sign on to do it, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like you can keep the show going for maybe ten seasons, but it, I do feel like, you know, they did switch gears to this prequel that they're setting up, and any new or pertinent information, like, anything important they have to say, they want to put it in the new series. Yeah. I would have liked if the Night King said anything. Right. Literally anything. anything. He could have said like a cryptic he sentence that said, didn't make any sense. He could have gotten up to Bran and said, it's time. And I would have been like, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, he could have said bananas. And I would have been like, fuck you. Wow, that really, ma- it all makes sense now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, you needed something. I did need something out of it. I needed something like that. I needed like some sort of, no matter how small or cryptic or whatever, mysterious hint towards a motivation mm-hmm. that they have i i needed that yeah and it, it didn't i'm i'm afraid it's going to be some like ass backwards like like at the end of like the next episode sam is going to like read something in a book and like fucking like here is the manifesto of the night king he was after this and his motivations were that and i'm gonna, that's going to piss me off if it's all like after the fact bullshit um yeah. I mean, it would be nice in terms of closure just to know, but, like... If anyone's going to figure it out, it's going to be Sam and Bran. Right, yeah. Maybe after killing him, like, Bran can see more or something, and we get, like, a... I would, like... The the only thing I would be okay with is, like, a really trippy vision that Bran has of, like, somehow telling the Night King's motivations. But they close the the book. Like, that's the end of the chapter. Right. It's not... Gotta wait for George to write the book. Yeah, George, dude, hurry up, man. How do you feel about the manner in which the Night King was killed? I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I think it makes sense because Arya does use Valyrian steel, and it makes sense that you know 
you know, um, this old, old dagger that she's got, which is the cat's claw. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the first Valyrian steel blades. Like, right. It makes sense. Yeah. That's fine. And it's right. And it is right where the dragon glass was like, that all makes sense to me because the dragon glass was, um, the children of the forest weapon. And then Valyrian steel was the first men and like the Andals. That's their weapon. So that right. makes sense. Yeah. Um, what I guess when I showed you the Arya as Azora High one, I guess that it is kind of forced, but like I'm okay with it if they went into detail, but they're not going to. Right. So I think that's where I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. With it, and where I don't quite believe it in terms of the show, book still isn't out. Yeah. Right. I uh, in in terms of the show, yeah, like I I like that it was still a Stark that killed him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was totally necessary. The only other person I would have been okay with is Jamie. Um, Jamie, really? Yeah. Because I had a theory the whole time that Jamie was Azora High. Uh, you know, I saw something that was like Cersei's The New Darkness, I guess. That's what I'm thinking, man. So, okay. like the, it, can, it's I like can... transferred to Cersei being the ultimate evil and Azora High having to. Yeah, I can follow that a little bit. Sorry, I'm gonna plug in my laptop because I feel like this episode's gonna be a little longer than an hour. <laughs> but keep going, explain that a little bit while I do this. Yeah, no, like um, I'm cool with with it being Arya as the one that kills him, because uh, like I said, obviously it is a Stark who who's done it. Uh, plus, like, Jamie definitely has to be the one to kill Cersei, so, like, having him kill both the villains would be kind of fucking annoying. Um, I just feel like it wouldn't necessarily fit the narrative of the show, like, all of a sudden, like, Jamie's the mega hero over John. like, that wouldn't make any sense. What, um, if Arya kills Cersei, how do you feel about that? Because Arya, or Cersei's on Arya's list. I would feel the same way, I think it'd be like, whoa. Why? Like, uh, why did okay. Arya have to kill both of them? You know, like, okay. is Arya, like, the ultimate solution? Was Arya the main character the whole time? Was Arya, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's how I would feel about it. Because, like, not that, like, the show's followed John, but, like, the story... John has been our hero. Exactly. He's our, he's thank our you. moral backbone. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's exactly who he is. So to, like, transfer all of, like, the... The trauma and the work and the, you know, the shit that John's gone through mm-hmm. into him just, you know, being there at the end instead of... And having a claim to the throne. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that would feel kind of BS to me. Uh, if, you know, we have this big reveal of his true identity and it's all, like, just because he, like, worked hard to get there. You know, that would kind of piss me off. Which hard. I honestly, like, John is a hard worker, but I don't feel like he worked hard to get to the throne. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And, and like, I think part of that is he was, that was never in his head. And Arya doesn't want the throne either. She right. just wants her family back. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't think Arya should be the one to kill her. Um, but one thing a, a co-worker of mine uh, was talking about, because we don't work at work, um... <laughs> Is that he was he was like not necessarily happy with the like Arya all of a sudden just being there and killing him like why is Arya all of a sudden airborne and then stabbing the Night King like how did she get past all the whites and everything? Well, my answer to that is that she's trained assassin. She's super quiet. My I, my, my uh, answer to that is it incorporates that. Okay. I think like because I forget. Uh, I I I I know I'm right. I feel it in my bones, and I'm pretty sure it was confirmed at some point earlier on in the show, but the Whites are an extension of the Night King, right? Mm-hmm. And they, it's a hive mind, so they pay attention to what the Night King's paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And, like, even though the Night King is the Night King, like, he's still, like, he's probably still, like, heated and, like, fucking, like, anxious about, like, Bran, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not necessarily anxious is the right word, but, like, he's still, like... He's focused on... All his focus he, yeah. is on Bran. Like, there's nothing else that matters now. He got past everybody else, so he thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, he's done the hard part. Now he's just got to stab a cripple in, in a wheelchair. But... So, like, that makes it possible for Arya to sneak past everybody, because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and the, the Whites themselves, too, like, they even stop attacking everybody in the yard. I... That's like, I think that's like how they justify Sam still being alive while he's just crying yeah, like a little baby. Yeah, it's because they kind of stop. It's because everybody like stops once the Night King gets into the Godswood. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it, because she's so silent, like 
he doesn't break his concentration. Cause it's he, not until she yells when she's about to stab him when that he, he turns when around. When he turns around, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't really have a problem. I don't know anyone who's really, like, mad about the person who killed him. I think they're more like, wait a minute, like, you have to explain this a little bit. Like, yeah. how did she get there? Like, it's not so much who, it's, like... How, how and why, yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I'm, I'm with you on that one for sure. Um, not upset at all that Ari is the one that did it. But I would like to know why he's in the friggin' Godswood. You know, like yeah. what drove him there? What drove him so far south? What drove him There's, from his home? Um, was it in that thing that you sent me about Bran being the Lord of Light mm-hmm. that um, he could see into like what was going to happen, and he knew that Arya needed to be there, or was it something else? Yeah, I think it was that. Okay. Um, Again, that theory of Bran manipulating time, it's just, like, it's so close, but just, a, like, a little bit of, like, a, I think you might pull a muscle from reaching. Yeah? Just a little bit. You think? What's, uh, what do you think is the most unbelievable of that theory? I think it's that he can manipulate time. Because while he can, like, view things, I don't really think he has the power to change anything and make sure that his younger self gets that goddamn dagger. There's a disconnect there. That part, I'm kind of with you. What makes me think that he can... I think he can semi-manipulate it. What else pissed me off is like, okay, you're missing information about how the fuck Littlefinger got that goddamn dagger. Right. Like, that's a big, pivotal bit of information that if we had, I might believe it or I might be able to say that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I know what you mean. What makes me think that he can manipulate the past only only slightly, I think, is um, when he calls for Ned. And he when he's running into the Tower him. of Joy yeah. and he hears him and turns around. That's what makes me think it's plausible that he drove King Ares insane yeah. by whispering into his ear. Burn them all. Yeah, burn them all a million times. Maybe. What if that was the previous Three-Eyed Raven and not Bran? It could have been. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the thing is, like, it, I think it's I think it's tough to have it be solely Bran. I think if, like, you extend it to all the Three-Eyed yeah, Ravens okay. would be the Lord of Light and it's just, like, them passing it on, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. But, um, yeah. I had another thought and now it's gone. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's so gone. It's like not there at all. Zora High, Bran. No, no. Night King. Stabbing the Night King. No, it has to do with the Lord of Light and I'm like gone. It's gone. Gotcha. Bummer. Yeah. It'll come back to me. I'm yeah. sure I'll text you about it later. Yep, maybe. absolutely. Um Yeah, there's just a lot of things that are unanswered that I'm like kinda eh about. But I think overall it was a great episode to watch. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it again for a while until I rewatch the series. Cause, oh, yeah? Yeah, think? I'll, I'll definitely rewatch the series. Um, I'm not excited about a prequel. And I hate sequels, prequels, and in-betweenquels. Like, I'm not a fan of them at all. Really? They cheapen the experience. And especially because of the way that the last two seasons have gone, it's no longer George's writing. It's not him. I like his writing. Yeah. I know precisely what you mean with that. It's I feel that way with every single like legacy thing that's been going on. So between Game of Thrones and like Star Wars and Avengers, like the source material is so good and when you stick to that, your movie adaptations are so good. Mm-hmm. And it's not in a like we have to please fans and like get everything right. It's, it's that you, you have you, you have an outline yeah. to follow. Right. And while things get shortened and taken out like it makes sense. The only ones that, you know, I think are, like, aren't overkill are the Fantastic Beast movies because J.K. Rowling, as much as I dislike her right now for being an <laughs> idiot, um, she's still, she's like, I want 100% control of my characters and my properties. Like, if I don't approve of it, it doesn't get done. Right. I completely respect that. Whether I like your choices or not remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. But I respect the hell out of that, and which is why I'm like, that's canon. Right. I think George would be more like that if he'd finished the books. 
If he had finished the books, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he was definitely like that in the first couple seasons, 100% for he sure. He was writing and directing a couple of episodes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he wrote the episode where Joffrey dies. Oh, really? That's why it's good, people. Wow, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, and he did the pointy end in season one. Bless you. Really? Yeah. Bless you. Oh, God. That was painful, that one. Looks painful. Yeah, I had to hold that one in. Jeez. <laughs> um, no way. I, I always forget that he writes a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and you always remind me every time. Well, it's because you can tell. Yeah. Like, you can really tell that, you know. Well, those are the most memorable episodes. Like, okay, so... D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. They're great writers, but they're not George. And, yeah. Yeah. The other thing, too, is books, you have the ability to go on and on and on mm-hmm. forever for as many pages as you want. Like, you can build up the world as much as you want. Right. Um, which is why I think books are will always be the superior media. Yeah. But. I think you're right. But there is, there's such a different feel, and I think it's because the showrunners are... Hollywood writers mm-hmm. like they have successful films and successful TV shows before this they're gonna have ones after this George was for lack of a better word kind of a failed screenwriter because that's what his primary job was and he was so fed up and so disillusioned right. that he's like I'm gonna write these books that y'all fuckers can't adapt yeah 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 exactly and it's when they followed his writing that they could be adapted right. because he's just a superior writer mm-hmm. yeah no he He's just really good, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and David Benioff has a published book that they made a movie out of. I haven't seen it. Oh, really? It's the Twenty Fifth Hour. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it or heard of it or like really watched it either. Right. But I know of it. Right. So like, you would think that he would understand it, but something about it. I don't know if HBO stepped in. I don't know who stepped in because someone had. To. We're not in the board meeting. Someone stepped in and said. I think it has to be this way. Right. Or, like, things have to get changed. Right. Which is a shame. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where uh, George lost all of his leeway, too, is because he didn't finish the books. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he doesn't He lost have... a lot of say. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think that there's a lack of... So in the first two to three... Two seasons, a lot of sex, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Always. And I think that someone stepped in because they got reamed by a lot of newspapers being like, you are taking away from the story. And I don't 100% disagree with it. Um, But, you know, it is what it is at this point. It's it's not like that for the rest of the seasons and it's noticeable. Yeah. For me, it's... Because, like, I'm not necessarily all for, like, watching softcore porn in between sword fights. Right. But... It's, it's it's there in the books. It's in the books, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's kind of... And, like, for some characters, it is important for the storytelling, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Tyrion with Shay and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, John and Egret. John and Egret, yeah. You know, it's really... It's it's pivotal to the story mm-hmm. uh, and character growth. But the way they were doing it, it was focused on all the brothels, and guess what's not really in the books? Yeah, true. The brothels. The brothels. Yeah, there's none of that, really. It not was... none of, but there's not a lot. Yeah. They're, like, more so, like, in passing. Yeah. You know, like, uh, transition periods or places, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it's more so, like, you know, Braun just came out of the brothel, then we see Braun in the brothel, you know? If it's an explicit sex scene, there's a reason for it. Right. It, John and Egret, for instance, like, mm-hmm. that whole being part of his story arc and him, like, loosening up and, like, kind of... Becoming kind of, a man. Well, coming to grips with how things actually are and, like, a different perspective from what right. he was taught. Um I'm going to have to read after this. <laughs> um, but the other, you know, when they were showing it, it, I always go back to, I think it's in season one or two where P- Baelish is just giving this big soliloquy about, like, how important things are. But you can't hear what he's fucking saying. Yeah, right. Because of the two girls in the background. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, there's <laughs> yeah, something exactly so important happening. Yeah. This isn't even in the books. Yeah. Like, no, I know, what you, I know what you mean, yeah. It was... Uh, like, give it a purpose. I have no problem with explicit sex, but, like, please give it a purpose. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, just having it there for the sake of having, for the having si- it for, there. Because sex sells and it's HBO when you can. Yeah, There's right, a big right. difference. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. That makes you laugh. No, I, I completely really agree with you. Because it really annoys me. <laughs> I'm the same way with, like, drug scenes and, like, trippy sequences in movies. Like, what is your purpose? What are you trying to accomplish with this? Right. Or are you just doing it for, like, art for the sake of art? As much as I love art, you please, please explain why you're doing this. Right, yeah. I know what you mean. Like... In a narrative, at least. Yeah. Like, even down to, like, a comedy, like... Pointless tripping on acid is like eh. it's overdone. Like in, unless it's like actually funny and like not overdrawn or like more drawn out, I guess. Have you ever seen the fine. movie Easy Rider? No, but I've heard I would like oh, it. Oh, it's such a good movie. Really? You would really like it. That has a really trippy sequence, but the whole point of that movie is that like it's counterculture. Um and the tagline of the movie is two friends went looking for America and couldn't find it anywhere. So it's kind of a, it, it's a great fucking movie. Like, and it's just about like, you know, a different perspective. Like there's a point to it. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like things that have a point, you yeah. know, I, I, uh, stick them with a pointy end. Oh, wow. How dare you? Oh man. That's awesome. Jesus, dude. Sorry, I got a million of them. No, it's fine, man. You should start writing. You know? Oh, I love writing, but yeah. like, this is why I have such strong opinions about people's writing. Right, because yeah. I, I know, I'm not saying I'm the greatest writer. Right. No, I, know, I, I know a thing or two. Right, right. There you go, man. Yeah, no, I mean, all in all, obviously still love the show. Mm-hmm. Obviously it was important, an important episode. And in the grand scheme of things, like, I love the show for the show. You know, I love the show for the journey, yeah. not for um, necessarily the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, imp- of course, that's important in, like, you know, like what we've been driving at for eight seasons. Mm-hmm. But for me, getting there is just as important as the punchline, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, with the whole sequel thing, my whole argument is, you know, sometimes the best part of something is that it ends and, like, you're like, oh, this is amazing and you can cherish it forever without, like, oh, it's been going on so long, I'm kind of tired of it, and they really ruined it with this one guy. Like, Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. That's just how I feel overall. Uh, I, I fear that with them hastening their pace throughout these last two seasons, this one especially, yeah. just because the episodes are longer doesn't mean that we're getting what we need to conclude the story. Right, so. yeah. Yeah, length, it's, yeah, it's, it's not about the size of the hammer, it's the nail you're hitting. Exactly. You know? Um, yeah, it just, it is what it is at this point. I'm, I need to like stop looking at things on the internet about like, oh, well, since we're past the point of the books, like this is now canon, which I don't think is really true. I think that there's the show canon and there's the book canon. Right. It's not like George R. R. Martin is dead. He's yeah. still writing. Like, yep. we're going to get our conclusion with all of the detail that we need, and then we can enjoy the show for introducing us to it because i know i needed the show yeah to get me into the books oh absolutely because they're so freaking dense and confusing yep i need to be able to see <laughs> the characters in my head yep i don't think i would i couldn't pick up those books just out of the blue yeah there's no way i would have read as much as i have in the last couple of years if it weren't for the show getting me into the books period mm-hmm. you know what i mean um it was definitely great for me in that way, like, I've opened my mind and, like, I've definitely been, like, more open to reading and stuff like that because I used to fucking hate it Ugh. so much. But, um, like you were saying, though, like, uh, with the show canon and the book canon, like, you have to be able to kind of separate them. Like, mm-hmm. they're definitely linked, obviously. It's the exact same story and the same characters, but, like, it's not the exact same it's story. Not the you same. know what I mean? Like, it's told slightly differently. There's the, the points of view are a little different. Like, it's... The difference is the restriction of TV. Yeah, absolutely. And movies. Like, there is a time frame. Mm-hmm. Then... Right. If you don't fit that time frame, time's up. Exactly. It's not like you, you can... Yeah, exactly. It's not like you can make TV and film to be paused. You know what I mean? Like, like you do a book. Mm-hmm. Like, where you just stop somewhere in a book for now, and you can pick it back up later. Like... You can and you can't. Because we have a pause button, but... Yeah, right. But uh, it's not like you can come out with, like, a seven-hour movie. And if you are doing that, that means you're in the indie scene because there are seven-hour movies. But it's under a whole other genre, which I'm not going to... Yeah, it's called slow cinema. 
It's I've a, never heard of that. It is a great genre. Right. It is exhausting. I bet. Yeah, I bet you that's really tough. It's really hard. And, you know, there's a whole saying about, like, and we could, this is kind of different, but it goes with slow cinema. The most accurate telling of anything would be a movie where nothing happens. Because think about a span of two hours in your life. Yeah. What happens? Fucking nothing. Absolutely zero. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. So, yeah, it's, it, it's an interesting thing to think about, but, you know, it's two different forms of media. They're doing a really good job with what they can. I don't want to, like, sound like I hate the show. No. Right. No. Love absolutely the show. not. Show is, like, still my favorite show ever. For I, me, at least. Well, yeah, I think it's one of the best shows ever made. I think that the first five seasons are probably, like, what make it super mm-hmm. great. And then the rest are like, all right, we got to, like, mas rapido. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I don't know. I think, I think I've said all I can say about this for right now. Yeah, like, no, I think I've, we, I've extrapolated everything I can extrapolate. All of our feelings about the show... For now, at least. We yeah. might, you know, season still got three more episodes. We could probably come back. You best you best prepare yourself for uh, the finale. I'm probably going to be upset. I'm, yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to be angry about it. Yeah, it's going to be like a two and a half hour fucking... Rant. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, I can't believe this happened. Oh, we wasted fucking five... Fucking shit. We wasted eight years... Five years for me, but... Like, yeah, 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 same, I wasted same. five years of my life for nothing to happen. Yeah, 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 right, you know? Anyway... That'll kill me. Thank you for listening for an hour and about four or five, no, what is it? An hour and seven minutes. So we will see you guys next week. What are we doing next week? I don't know. You pick. Ooh, wow, fancy. Um, (laughs) Ooh, uh, you know what? I don't know. That'll have to be a little bit of a surprise, I guess. Meaning Billy's got homework. Yeah, I've got a lot of homework to do. I'll uh, I'll get back to you on that, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much. See you.